what's happening guys what's up what's up welcome back to the channel hopefully we get a, a good uh showing on this live a lot to talk about i got a little bit of time to kill not too much but got some time all right so we got somebody in the room we got harvey what's up harvey <clears throat> harvey let's see if uh some more people pop up and um we'll get into ufc 269 bro damn man what a what a what a freaking pay-per-view. It was awesome. <coughs> freaking insane upset. They're saying that um, Juliana Pena versus Nunes is like the biggest upset of UFC um, title fight history. I'm inclined to probably say, yeah. You know, the other one um, that I'm thinking about is uh, Matt Serra versus GSP. I think, yeah, that was for the title. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> that's definitely in the running for um, biggest upset. But yeah, I think it's Nunez versus uh, Pena. And um, what a weird performance by Amanda. You know, it's like, I hate saying that because it takes away from um, <clears throat> Julia Pena's actions, you know, because she took some some good shots and stuck it out and you know she won the belt i mean she won the won the belt black and white <clears throat> but you know if someone says that that looked like you know standard nunez uh i don't think that's factual either you know what i mean <laughs> that doesn't look like that didn't look like the typical amanda nunez she was doing so many so many wrong things she looked so sloppy uh the power wasn't there and I got my theories. <clears throat> so Harvey says, what do you, uh, what do you do with Jermaine Durant? I mean, she literally just choked Pena out with one arm guillotine. Oh yes, that's right. What's up, Bilbo? We got big rocker Johnson. We got berserker. Oh man. We got the regulars B crumb, man. I got to start doing lives around this time. We got the regulars coming in. <clears throat> What's up guys? What's up? There's so much to talk about. Um, so going back to you, Harvey, um, I don't know what Jermaine's going to do because I saw Dana in the post fight press conference. He was asked, he was asked about Jermaine Duranamay and it, it seems like she might be retired <clears throat> due to like personal reasons. He, he really didn't want to get into it. He said it doesn't have anything to do with, um, with fighting or like physical stuff. I think it's like some personal, personal things going on. So she might be done. <clears throat> I'm not sure, but. It's like, that's just such a great example of like MMA math and how flawed it is. You know what I mean? Like this game is so crazy. Like one person may have the style to beat somebody else and, and then another person who can't beat fighter A, but they could beat fighter B. I mean, this is such a crazy room. Oh, hold on. Big Rocker said, uh, yo, Slam, I'm at UFC 269. What? Say what, dude? That's amazing. I'm still in the hotel room buzzing after the whole card. Wow. What an experience, bro. <clears throat> Let me just tell you, um, congrats, my brother. Um, in life, we have these experiences. And, uh, you know, life's short. You got to take in all these moments and stuff. And when you do something special, you got to, like, relish in it. And uh, I'm happy for you, man. That's amazing. I personally never been to a UFC event. I've been to other shows, but not not big ones, not like Bellator and stuff like that. 
more like regional, like MMA fights and stuff like that. And sipping my coffee. Yeah, man, that is amazing, my guy. We got Kyle in the room. What's up, Kyle? Does anyone else feel like they're in the matrix after last night's results? Yeah, man. I mean, we have to get into that because I kind of touched on it at first, <clears throat> the beginning of the live, but a Nunes didn't look like Nunes to me. Berserker says Amanda looked completely unfocused and kind of demotivated to me. <clears throat> All right. Here's my, my quick take again, not to sound redundant, but I did do the uh, recap video and I I'm always in a give you guys the truth, like my honest opinion. I, I never say that I'm right, but from my perspective, you know, these are how I, how I see things. And I saw things with the Nunes fight. Um, I am the belt. What's up? I am the belt. I hate to, I hate to talk like this because I don't want to take away from a fighter's performance because, you know, Juliana Pena, she deserves the belt. She showed up, she made weight, she fought in that cage, she deserves the belt. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that she doesn't, but I mean, sometimes fighters don't look their best for, for whatever reasons. Maybe you have personal stuff going on. Maybe you're not motivated. You know, you know, people are human beings. Like you're not the same person every day. You know what I mean? Um, on a Friday, you may be a world beater on Saturday. You may feel blah. And unfortunately, when you sign a contract, you have to be at your best at a specific time against another human being in a cage and in a perfect world. Yeah, that that'll happen, but we're not in a perfect world. You know, like I said, sometimes you show up and there's things going on. <clears throat> now that's not excuses for Amanda Nunez's loss, but um, there's a reason why she was, you know, the favorite in such a big way because, you know, she was expected to crush Pena. Like I, I really thought that she was going to just beat Pena decisively in typical Nunez fashion and watching the fight. Like, first of all, and I posted on this in a community section, I posted on Instagram before they started fighting. I said, I don't know. Nunez looks a little too lean to me. You know, she looked a little too thin, a little too lean. <clears throat> and um, I thought it was either going to help her or hurt her. And I haven't really seen people talking about this, you know, but I think her leaning out to have better cardio because she knew like Pena's only shot was basically was basically to drag her into deep water and get her tired, you know, gas her out and kind of do what Kat Zingano was, was did. And uh, Jerrine DeRandomy kind of did it as well, but she doesn't have the grappling pedigree to to tap out Nunez like that. Nunez was like in survival mode against Jermaine DeRandomy. She was gassing. But, you know, Nunez knowing that Pena's main strategy would be to like make her grapple, get her tired, drag her out into deep water. It looked like she leaned out to have better cardio. <clears throat> and then it was that was going to do two things that either was going to help her. Or was going to hurt her because it could hurt her in a way of taking away from her power, taking away from her durability. And sometimes when you lean out like that, um, you could you could actually gas out because you're a little bit drained. And yeah, Nunez looked too lean to me. And I'm like, all right, so they're fighting. And usually Amanda puts people away with the shots she was landing. And because Amanda maybe was like too lean it took away some of her power. She wasn't as husky, wasn't as powerful. And then it's kind of like you're standing there, you're standing there against Pena. You're not putting her away like you thought you would. And then on top of that, 
you know, you're getting frustrated and getting in into like these sloppy exchanges. Like there was not a lot of technique with Nunez. It looked like Nunez thought she was going to walk right through her. And when she didn't walk right through her, she just got sucked into like this back and forth brawl. And Pino wasn't going anywhere. And then Amanda gassed herself out. You know, um, I don't even know. Like either she got discouraged or whatever. She just gave up. Like Pena kind of got like a half-assed Renika choke, tapped her out. And <clears throat> I say this, I don't mean to be disrespectful to to Juliana Pena. And I'm going to move on in a second and read more comments. But I feel like mostly Nunez beat herself. That's my opinion. Like, like I believe Nunez at her very, very best beats Juliana Pena. That's just my opinion again. <clears throat> now I want to see what you guys got to say about that. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Bikram says, I can't believe Charles uh, won. Congrats to him. <clears throat> that was an amazing win. I got to get into that as well, Bikram. It was what a fight. What a fight. What a fight. Charles is proven. You know, a lot of people wrong as far as like his heart, showing that he's a lion, showing that he has, um, you know, mega heart. <clears throat> Let me see. Harvey says, I think it's because Amanda keeps going back and forth between two different weight classes. Her body isn't going to react well to that. That's a that's a that's a valid point. Um, Harvey says, Cody should think about calling a career. I have to agree with that. He's been getting knocked out back to back to back. It's not looking good. <clears throat> um, since we're on that topic, I, I mean, I knew I knew it was going to end bad for Cody. I knew it was going to end bad for him. It's like when guys start having bad performances and a string of losses, like their automatic go-to is to move down a weight class because they think they're going to have an advantage. And in Cody's case, I'm like, dude, like you already have kind of like a compromised chin. Why are you going to drain yourself to make 125? And he looked, he looked really, he looked gaunt. He looked really thin. He looked gaunt. And <clears throat> I had a feeling he was going to get knocked out again. I mean, you know, you know, this is like what the fourth time, like in recent years that he's been stopped by strikes. <clears throat> not good. Not good. He's a young guy. Um, you know, you don't want to see guys get permanent like brain damage and hurt like that. Um, Cody really got to consider, um, hanging it up. Um, I think Bantamweight is fine for him. He just needs to be a little bit more defensively responsible, you know, because I give you an example and I rant a lot. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, Arlovsky at one point had an issue with his chin and the consensus was that Arlovsky, you know, his chin was shot and people wrote him off. Like I kind of wrote him off as well, but what did Andre do? He came back. And he started to like kind of change his style where like he was a little bit more uh, defensively responsible. He was rolling with punches. Like there's things you could do. Like if you have a bad chin, you can't take flush shots anymore. You can't walk through them, but you can slip more. You can roll with punches. And the thing is like when you roll with punches at, from like a viewer, it looks worse than what it is because your whole head turns sideways. You know, your body sways to one way when you get cracked, but it takes away so much power from the punch. So it looks bad to the judges and it looks bad to the fans, but it's better for you in a fight when you roll with a shot because you're not, you're not getting hit as clean. And that's what Andre started doing. 
he just started getting better defensively and he like lengthened his career and that's what Cody has to do. <clears throat> but the problem with Cody is that he's fighting at like lighter weights and it's tough, man. It's tough. Like a lot of those guys are super speedy and fast with their with their strikes, and um, you know, it's it's it's. Uh, I believe is more difficult to strike in a lighter weights, in, in in some ways, and not get not get um shots connected on your draw. But anyway, um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Torin says, "What's up, Torin? Uh, Charles Oliveira shot everyone up last night. People are underestimating him uh, big time, saying Dustin was going to run through him. I'm not sure how many people come to that conclusion. I saw the polls. It was like I think forty, uh, like a like a forty-five fifty-five ratio. Um, it was it was pretty close. I mean, but I know what you're saying. A lot of people did think that Poirier was going to like run through him. Um, I thought it was going to be a close fight. I thought they could both finish each other." Uh, full transparency. Always keep it real with you guys. I did think Poirier was going to win. I thought Poirier was going to keep it on the feet and get the better of those exchanges. And um, <clears throat> we got Darker Void. What's up, Darker? Thank you so much, my man. Thank you so much. Have a great day, brother. <clears throat> um, Yeah, it seemed like Poirier had the advantage on the feet. And I feel like if he would have, he was able to keep the fight standing, he would have had a way better shot. But the thing is with Charles is, <clears throat> it's just like Poirier. Like, after Poirier lost to Conor McGregor at, at 145, like, a switch flipped in his head. And he just became a different fighter. Like, more determined, more focused, tougher. um, Kind of, like, more willing to die in that cage, you know? <clears throat> and the same thing happened to Du Bronx. Like, Charles went through, like, these stints where, like... <laughs> You know, he had like a string of losses, like bad ones, and it didn't look good. You know, his record was like really spotty. People were writing him off as like a gatekeeper. And what he did with his career is remarkable. Like some switch got flipped in his head and he just became a new, better, tougher fighter, more determined. And in, a, in the Poirier fight, <coughs> he was like a Brazilian Terminator because a lot of guys would have got discouraged by being dropped so many times. I think he got dropped and stunned a few times. Um, a lot of guys would have got discouraged and doubt themselves internally. Like, oh my God, I'm getting my ass kicked. This is not going well for me. And you start fading. And you don't see that with Charles. You do not see that with Charles. This dude just, his pressure is amazing. He's just in your face the whole time. Pressure, pressure. And his Muay Thai is remarkable. Like, if you rewatch the fight, look at the little subtle um, damage and strikes he was doing like in um in close range. He was throwing throwing like these stepping elbows, like here and there. Every time he get in range with Poirier, like real close like that, he would throw in like a stepping elbow, and he was catching Dustin, and the knees he was throwing in knees here and there, uh, trying to get the tight clinch. He was sneaking knee in, you know, um, just and that contributed to to Poirier getting tired. Because Poirier kind of like punched himself out a little bit in, in a way. <clears throat> and I think it threw him off how durable um, Oliveira was and how tough. And Poirier started to like gas a little bit, if you if you notice. And that pressure, that pressure, like when you have to walk backwards and a guy's pressuring you, it, it saps your cardio. Um, Habib did it to Dustin, you know, pressure, pressure. And um, yeah, that fight was crazy. What a what a fantastic fight! 
I knew as soon as <clears throat> when the second round came, it's like Oliveira had a not so great first round. And just like the Chandler fight, didn't get deterred, didn't get distracted. He just chalked it up. All right, I lost that round, came back in, uh, even things out in the second round. <clears throat> and um, here's another thing. People were questioning why um, Poirier had the triangle from the bottom when um when Oliveira was in his guard and they were saying like oh man it was dumb of Poirier not to try to scramble and have an open guard and push off of uh Charles's hips and I don't know if Poirier said this in a press conference I think I'm not sure if during the commentary they mentioned this but but I I know why he did that I have a theory I don't think that um he wanted Charles to basically have the opportunity to like pass his guard and and like advance position, get inside control, um, getting into a better position to tap him out. So I think Poirier just kind of chalked up the round. Like I'm just gonna ride this out on my back, even though he was getting smashed with elbows. I, I think he was fearful of getting tapped out by Charles Oliveira and him advancing position. So <clears throat> because I mean, what he could have did was um release that uh, body triangle from the bottom. Put his put his feet on Charles's hips, push off from him, try to create space, try to create like scrambles, try to sweep, you know, and get back to his feet. But the thing is with Charles, like that's where he gets guys like in those scrambles when they're getting desperate. It's like a fly like in a spider's uh, web. You know, the more you struggle, the the more you're going to get wrapped up in that webbing. And it's the same thing with Charles Oliveira, like. Like really good grapplers are going to get you in those scrambles, you know, while you're trying to get up, your hand is on the mat, you're not protecting your neck. It's like different things like that. And I think Dustin, he just chalked it up. He was like, screw it. I'm going to lay on my back. I'm going to defend as best as possible. And I'm not going to let him pass my guard. <coughs> so that's why I think he did that. It may have been a good move, may have been a bad move. Who knows if he would have got tapped out if he would have opened his guard, but and then you come into the third round, Poirier is a little bit more tired. Charles comes in with the pressure and a scramble standing, gets his back. I knew it was over. I knew it was over. I'm watching a fight with my girlfriend. I'm like, it's it's going to be a wrap because he kept pulling um, Charles's hand down so he don't get that full lock on the rear naked choke. And then if I remember, Charles was, was um, going to like that cross face. So you kind of get like a gable grip. And um, Habib does it. That's kind of like how he uh, crushed Connor's face. You know, it's um, it's kind of like a counter when a guy pulls your hand down. You can still maintain a choke. So you just uh, you lock your hands up, clasp them together, and you keep cranking on that face and 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 the person's neck. And then you could you could keep switching back and forth to go to like a traditional rear naked. And that's what Charles is doing. And as soon as that arm slipped under Poirier's chin, it was it was over. Like it was over because you're trying to fight the hands and you're going unconscious. Um, the pressure and the squeeze of like a high level black belt, it's it's unbelievable. It's 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 um it's a crazy squeeze. Like you're gonna go unconscious like that. So Poirier didn't have a chance. Um all right, I'm done talking about that. You know, I ranted enough. I wanna see what you guys have to say. <coughs> But that was my perspective on that fight. Uh, Charles Oliveira is amazing. Harvey, Cody, Cody should think about calling a career. I agree. I agree. Uh, Big Rocker says, dog, I put I put a bet on uh, Charles and Amanda. Uh, undoubtedly. Ooh, yes, yes. 
Get that money, my man. Uh, I'm the belt. Sean O'Malley beats Cody. I think I think he beats Cody as well. I think also I wouldn't mind seeing Jan versus Cody as they have beef. Man, that'll be an assassination, bro. Jan versus um <clears throat> Cody. That wouldn't even be fair. Torrance says, Justin Gates here already talking crap, saying how he can't wait to break Charles's face. I mean, I, I would favor Charles Oliveira. I think he's more well-rounded. He's a more complete fighter. He has more tools to win. If he gets a hold of Gaethje, he's tapping him out. I mean, there's no doubt about that. If he gets like an advantageous position, uh, Gaethje's getting tapped out. What Gaethje has going for him is the wrestling. He's very strong. He got more knockout power than Charles Oliveira. But I don't think he has cleaner technique on the feet. So... I would say, um, I mean, for, I mean, Gaethje's not out of that fight. He could win. I mean, for me, it's like 60-40 Oliveira. I mean, Gaethje could crack him with something and put his lights out. I mean, that, that's 100% possible. But Charles got, uh, he got crazy pressure, a lot of determination, and more tools to win. That's just my opinion. <clears throat> Big Rocker says, to be honest, Slam, there was something in the air last night, just like 251 shocking endings. Yeah, I understand what you mean, bro. Like, sometimes you just feel something, you know? I'm so backed up on the comments. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Kyle says, uh, not a Nunes fan, but I think she should forfeit the 45 belt and focus on 35. <coughs> but I think she should take a year off. Oh, that's right. She still has the other belt. I totally forgot about that. Bikram, I think Gaethje beats Charles. I mean, Charles, but Gaethje is a nightmare matchup for him unless Charles gets that back, then it's over. Um, Yeah, there's a lane for Gaethje to win. That's 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 for sure. There's a lane for Gaethje to win. Um, If Gaethje does the right things, he certainly can win that fight. I'm not even going to argue that. That's 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 true. Uh, Bikram want to see Charles versus Chandler uh, too. If Michael gets two more wins against top ranked guys, I like Michael Chandler. <clears throat> Harvey facts Cody has Max's defense with the James Vick level chin. <laughs> Hold on one sec, guys. Let me sip my coffee. Um, Cayman's in the room. What's up, Cayman? Man, we got a good uh showing today. Kamen says, also, Oliveira reminds me of Prime Fabricio Verdum. I see some parallels there. Thinking about a Michael Chandler's only one, only fighter who easily ex just exploded out of Oliveira's back position. Nobody else could just shuck Oliveira off like that. <clears throat> Michael's a very good grappler, and he is powerful. Very, very strong. Kamen says, that glove grab, though, by Oliveira. <clears throat> yeah, I got some thoughts on that, too. We're going to call it Glovegate, guys. Glovegate. Um, I don't think Oliveira is a dirty fighter. Um, you know, I think, you know, Oliveira is, a, I mean, I think he's a stand up guy. He got a lot of honor and integrity. Um, I think in the heat of the moment, just trying to grab a hold of, um, Dustin's wrist, you know, he may have been in, been in the illegal rule breaking realm of grabbing his glove in a not cool way. But I have to rewatch it. Like uh, one of you guys just pointed out when you rewatched it that he was switching from wrist control to the glove, like back and forth. And I think it was just kind of like in the moment. I don't necessarily think he's a dirty fighter. And he's thinking like, oh, I'm going to put my fingers in his glove and just fucking, uh, excuse my French, <laughs> uh, just like, you know, trap his arm. 
but unfortunately, you know, in the fight, it happened. Um, I, I don't know how much bearing it had was like the result. You know, I, I'm inclined to think that, um, you know, it, it's a legit win for Charles Oliveira, but that's just me. <clears throat> Dustin didn't seem to protest it too much. He made mention of it. Um, yeah. Bikram says, <clears throat> if correct, he has never been beaten by a submission. Who? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, Chandler, Chandler. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Berserker says, uh, what do you think, Dave? Do you think Islam has more chances against Oliveira at this point or Justin? Uh, mm, I mean, they both, they both bring something to the table that's a threat to Charles Oliveira. Uh, Ga uh, Gaethje, for one, knockout power. You know, his the the threat of like um you know the standard threat is there for Gaethje. He got the wrestling background. If he could shuck Charles Oliveira off, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's definitely gonna win on the feet, but his his odds increase. He's very dangerous standing, and Charles Charles doesn't have a granite chin. He got great recovery. He doesn't have a granite chin. He gets stunned and dropped, but he's got great recovery. Like I said. Which is pretty dangerous because <clears throat> he keeps coming like a Terminator. But I don't know if I don't know if like flush shots by Gaethje if he's gonna shuck those off. Um, I think Gaethje hits harder than Poirier. Um, and then as far as Islam, <clears throat> Islam has a style like I don't think he's better than Oliveira on the feet, but I think he's good enough to kind of hang. And then as far as the grappling, I kind of feel like the same way. I felt about Habib versus Oliveira where like I think Islam's wrestling and his grappling and his control and his strength is so high that I think he can maintain maintain like safe positioning against Charles Oliveira, maintain top position um, and just smash on him. And I think he could avoid getting tapped out on the mat if he maintains top position, like good positioning. So th that's a lane for Islam to win. But I haven't really thought about that fight, Islam versus Oliveira. I can't even put a ratio on it. it it's it's another close fight where like it, it depends like who who imposes their will. You know what I mean? Who does the right things? Who makes a mistake? Who who imposes their will? A lot of those fights at one fifty five are like that. It's like a game of inches. They're, all these guys are so good and they're so dangerous. But who 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 poses a bigger threat? Um, immediate stoppage, probably Gaethje, you know, uh, as far as like damage and, and stopping the fight, I, I'm going to say Gaethje, um, style wise, I think maybe Islam is more of a problem style wise, if that makes sense. <clears throat> Let me see. Generic. What's up, generic? The more I see Oliver, the more I think he would give Habib serious issues. Yeah, he, he definitely would. He definitely would. Um, I don't know if he would beat Habib, but I think he's better than Habib in the stand-up for sure. For sure, for sure. And he's so tricky in the grappling that you never know, but Habib is a fantastic grappler. His submission defense and, and his skill and knowledge is like is through the roof. He's one of the best grapplers to ever do it in MMA. <clears throat> so he might be able to uh, nullify like what Charles does on the mat and just smash on him. I don't know. <clears throat> Cayman says, Oliveris Habib kind of reminds me of Kane versus Verdum. 
Generic says exactly. Uh, just not an altitude. Drew says, what's up, Drew? Long time no see, my man. Yesterday is my first live show. It's pretty cool. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome, Drew. Gage, uh, Generic says, I'm not sure how Gaethje wins apart from early leg kicks and power. Oh, that's another fact. I don't even talk about that, the leg kicks. Um, Gaethje gasses when he wrestles. He is a classic hammer, but he can't be the nail. There's some validity to that. Definitely. <clears throat> IM says, Charles' game plan worried me in the first round being that close to Poirier. He was taking some big shots. He was definitely taking some big shots. Um, it's crazy because it was a gamble with Charles. Um, even though he has great recovery, like <clears throat> any one of those shots could have put his lights out. I mean, that's just the thing. Um, you get hit on the button and you're going to go out. And uh, Poirier is not a light puncher. He's got great technique with like hard shots. So it was it was definitely a gamble by Charles's, um, in, uh, in Charles's part. <laughs> Uh, let me see, Francesco. What's up, my man, Francesco? The Italian beast. What is up, Dave? Screw the six-hour time difference. As soon as I see an MMA slam live, I hop in. My brother. Thank you so much, Francesco. I hope you are well, my friend. Cizé says, did you see, do you see Kai Kara France getting it done against Brandon Moreno? <clears throat> I did not see that fight. I have to rewatch that. I saw a clip of it, Cizé. Um, I had no idea they fought, so I have to, I want to rewatch that because that's very interesting. <clears throat> Kai Kara looked really good. He looked composed. Cody to me is, he's compromised. He's definitely compromised as far as his chin. Let me see generic, uh, Villafan. I don't think Darius Charles... Uh, don't think there is Charles is everything better. Uh, Cayman says, use my French, Derek Lewis. Uh, Francesco, I think Oliver definitely deserving to be champion for sure. But that chin is going to give him a hard time. I think Gaethje is harder than Poirier. I agree with that. Francesco are going to be the hardest hitter at lightweight. I, I have to agree, man. I have to agree. If Gaethje catches Charles flush. Like, Charles recovered from Poirier shots, but I don't know. Like, if I had to put a skill 1 to 100, I'm going to say Gaethje, um, Poirier, let's say Poirier's like 75 power. Gaethje's probably like 90. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, he's got a little bit more oomph to like his shots. He knows how to throw his body into those shots. Um, you like, you like useful, useful momentum. He got great counters. Um, Gaethje's a problem on a feet. He's definitely, but Charles got that clean Muay Thai. He got such clean striking, you know? <clears throat> Francesco says, if Gaethje clips Oliver clean, I doubt he is going to be able to withstand it. I have to agree with that. Uh, let me see. I'm catching up with comments, guys. Generic says Gaethje defo hits hard, but is BJJ suspect. That's valid. I agree with that. Uh, also, Oliveira is a Muay Thai style striker, so so may check the kicks. Yeah, he's very familiar with uh, leg kicks, 
AM. What's going on, AM? Cody is done. Time for Bellator or BKFC. Yeah, one more fight for Cody. If he has a, a bad performance and gets stopped again, he needs to be done. They need to save him because he's getting in the realm of uh, Luke Rockhold, um, Chuck Liddell, where you have like a string of like TKO KO stoppages. And um, numbers don't lie, you know, um, stats don't lie. Those those TKO KO, those TKO KO losses don't lie. He's getting them in a row. So I was having a back and forth with somebody on Twitter. They were trying to tell me that Cody, you know, there's nothing wrong with his chin. It's more of like his defense. And I'm like, I don't know about that because look at Mike Perry. Mike Perry don't got great defense and he just eats shots. You know, you have to just kind of call it for what it is. Like Cody's chin is compromised. Some people have better chin than others, you know. AM says Poirier hits just as hard as Gaethje and definitely the better striker. <clears throat> I am the belt. Nah, honestly, I think Oliver beats anyone that in that division right now. Uh, AM says Oliver took his best shots and kept coming forward. Oliver is the Terminator. <laughs> What's up, Blue? Uh, Ga- uh, Justin Gaethje getting more dangerous than Dustin Poirier for me. Jaden. What's up, Jaden? Uh, last night was crazy. Yeah, that was a, that was a great card. Great fights. Great fights. Uh, Torin, Charles can hang with Justin on the feet. <laughs> the dog wants to get on my lap. Hold on a sec, guys. All right. Got him on my lap right now. This little punk. Jaden, I think Gaethje is a tougher matchup for Oliveira because he could shut down Oliveira's wrestling and lack of head movement from Oliveira is big for Gaethje. <clears throat> And what what thing that worries me in the Gaethje fight? Leg kicks. Uh, Jaden says, I probably still lean towards Oliveira, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I lean towards Oliveira, but I wouldn't count Gaethje out either. Francesco, but if Oliveira takes Justin down, not, uh, not easy. I think Justin takes down from his own 70-80%, so not easy at all. But if Charles manages to drag the, Justin into deep waters, Charles devours him. Um, Yeah. I think that's a that's a path to victory for Charles as well. You know, Gaethje, I mean, Gaethje got great. He got good cardio to me. You know, I think he has good cardio. It just depends on what you make him do. If if Gaethje's striking and the fight is at his pace, he could fight like all day like that. Um, if you make him uncomfortable going backwards and you cause him to grapple, I think he can, you know, he can gas a little bit. And that that's definitely something that um, Oliver can exploit for sure, for sure. <clears throat> AM says Oliveira fourth round submission. <clears throat> Torrance says the interesting fight for Charles is gonna be Islam. That's a that's a really, really interesting style matchup for sure. Uh Torrance says Islam is tough matchup for Charles. Jaden says Islam versus Oliveira is such a good fight. Amazing fight. Drew says, I think Oliver beats Gaethje too. This fight made me a believer that Jiu-Jitsu Muay Thai, not sure which, is really good. <clears throat> Gaethje has power than Poirier, but Poirier is more technical. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Gaethje got a little bit more power. A little more raw power. Um, Charles's, Charles's Muay Thai <clears throat> is freaking, um, it's amazing. Uh, AM says, uh, do you got the, the vid? Nah, bro, I don't. Um, I have asthma. 
and I've had asthma like since I was in my mid twenties, maybe before that. It just came out of nowhere. So I'm always kind of clearing my throat and coughing, especially if I talk a lot. I try to control it. Um, I, I try not to cough in the mic. I'm so sorry, guys, that I do that. Sometimes I mute the mic, but it's a problem. I always have to clear my throat and cough. It sucks. The funny thing with it, though, <clears throat> is that what, as far as like cardio conditioning, working out, I don't really have breathing problems. It's It's so weird. Like... When the weather changes, when it's like a temperature drop or it gets hotter, like I do get wheezy and have like little issues, but um, I don't need like an asthma pump or medication or anything like that. They prescribed medication back in the day, one of those like little pumps, but um, I threw it away because <laughs> I'm kind of stubborn. Jaden says, um, you think Amanda beats Pena in a rematch? Um, I, w- I mean, I would favor Amanda Nunes. That's just me. Even even with Pena beating her. Um, I mean, rematches, there's been, you know, uh, instances for sure where, like, the person that lost comes back and wins. That definitely happens. Happens all the time. And I think Nunez at her best definitely beats Pena. But if Nunez comes in unmotivated and it's like an issue... Um, <clears throat> And it's like an issue where um, it's a motivation thing, where she's distracted, like with her family, where like the money has kind of softened her up a little little bit and the lifestyle. If she's not motivated because of like of her accomplishments, she feels like, what's the point? I mean, she's probably going to lose again. Francesco, how, how fast can you run a mile? Um, I don't know, bro. Like some of my best times. Hey, stop it. Um, I used to run a lot of trails for like cardio and conditioning. Um, so like going, you know, up, up hills and twists and turns in dirt and gravel, I would run, you know, like three, four miles, like seven something average, um, you know, eight, you're going to run a little bit slower on that type of terrain though. And it's like a little bit harder. So that's why I would like train and run on, and, um, on trails and then as far as like uh like on a treadmill or something like that i will only kind of warm up like half a mile and stuff like that like sprints and i really don't remember like what my my times were but like my half a mile but uh let me see actually i think i got i think i have them on my phone like in notes when i used to keep track of that i have to get back to you on that francesco <laughs> <clears throat> All right, AM, thoughts on idiots saying the Nunes fight is rigged. That's just dumb. It was not rigged. That was not rigged. Hold on one sec, guys. All right, I'm back. Yeah, um, yeah, you see that all the time. It's like the dumbest thing ever. Like, like uh, a fighter loses, and it's always like this, like, dumb conspiracy, like, Oh, the fight was rigged. They dropped it to set up the rematch for big money. Like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just, I, I read stuff like that. It's just like, come on, like, stop. <laughs> um, Definitely don't think that fight was rigged. I think Nunez, she lost. She just got beat, period, point blank. I mean, it was a, you know, for whatever reason, whether it was all Pena's doing or Nunez not fighting her best, she lost. So... I always crack up when I see comments like that. 
But guys, um, I think I'm gonna cut this one a little bit short. 40 minute live session. I will leave this one up. Um I might be back later. I want to thank you guys for hopping on the live and 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 talking UFC 269. It was a crazy event. You know, um crazy outcomes, just nuts. But um you guys have a nice night or a nice day depending where you're at. And I will get up with you guys a little bit later on. Please take care. As always, I really appreciate the support, guys. You guys are the best. No doubt about that. And uh, that's it. That's it. So uh, until the next segment, guys, uh, take care. All right. Later, guys.